0: The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com and at amazon.com. We all have these terrible stories to get over and you... It's not true. Some of us have great stories, pretty stories
1: that take place at lakes with boats and friends and noodle salad. What makes it so hard is not that you had it bad, but that you're that pissed that so many others had it good. No! No! and that's from as good as it gets and it sounded like he was getting a little too close to home for her and you want to look in your own life what do you focus on what do you weigh w e i g h is really important and if you seem to be making yourself into a victim by saying by focusing on oh i've got this ache or pain or oh you know everything bad happens to me and there are good things in your life, but you're not taking stock of them, then it's time to sit back and figure out what's going on. What's going on in myself that I'm not weighing the good stuff as important or even as more important than the bad stuff, assuming that the bad stuff isn't life-threatening stuff. And you want to make sure you're not making yourself into a victim because, hey, it's your own life. It's your only life. And you don't want to throw it away. You want to enrich it. And it's not that you can switch overnight. It's that you want to do the thinking so that you can genuinely value the positive things more and recognize them when they happen in your life, the good stuff. I'm Dr. Kenner in my show is the rational basis of happiness I'm a clinical psychologist here to answer your calls and questions on any concerns that are uh, keeping you awake at night making you feel frustrated with yourself and right now I want to turn to the phones and welcome Frank Frank you're dealing with some anger yes yeah yes tell me tell me what you what you would like help with
0: well um is it dr Kenner yes yeah Dr. Kenner what I think the foundation of it is a general question concerning uh, what I'm recognizing in my life is that uh, um, things, for example, with my kids or with others that, um, you know, things that can make me angry, I'm recognizing that it's not necessarily about the present circumstance, but it's um, related to perhaps some unresolved um, wounds, if you will, from the past. Yeah. that uh, have gone unresolved, and I'm looking for ways to, I mean, I think recognizing it to begin with is a, is a big step. But
1: Huge step. The yeah. honesty involved in your saying what you just did, if I were uh, your child, how old are your children?
0: I have three teenagers.
1: Three teenagers. If I were your one of your kids and you were snapping at me and you looked at me, maybe not in that moment because it's hard to, shift gear when you're, mm. <laughs> when it's spilling out, but if you either told them in advance or after the fact and said, you know something, I've been so hard on you and I owe you a huge apology and the way I want to, to pay my apology is to work on myself and change so I don't continue doing this to you. I have some right. unresolved things from my past and if it's, if it's abuse, I'm assuming it's some sort of abuse. or
0: Very severe background.
1: Very severe, severe. And do they know about it at all? Yes. Oh, your kids know that you were abused.
0: Yeah, I mean, they don't know in detail that I... It, yeah,
1: and sometimes... Go ahead.
0: That I lived on the streets and, you know, whatnot, but... With uh, your parents? Excuse me?
1: You lived on the street with
0: your parents. Pic- I did, Ron? indeed.
1: Okay, indeed. so they, they have a little information. Do they have a few graphic pictures? Uh, Meaning, what do you mean? Um, if my father told me he lived on the streets, yeah, I can picture him maybe living on the streets in Florida where it's warm, and people are you know giving him handouts and panhandling. Mm-hmm. Or I can think of him living on the streets where people are beating him up and he never knows who's going to hit him as a little kid or uh, maybe do a lot worse, you know mm-hmm. and do they, do they know how bad it was for you?
0: Well, I don't think they could ever know how bad it was. No, that uh, is true. That is true. Nor could I. I've certainly written about it. I write poetry, and I write and whatnot. And you know, they've they've they have a pretty pretty okay. That's what
1: I meant. If they have at least some context, they don't have to have all the graphic details because it could cause them nightmares. Why? Uh, But when can you give me? But if you, my first point is, if you tell them in advance, hey, if I snap. I want you to know that it's not you, that 90% of this, if that's the case, 90% of this is that it triggered something in me from my past. I'm working on it. I want to work with you so that you don't take it as if it's you that's the problem. It's me, and I'm working on it, and it's really hard to do um but I want to work with you on this. Maybe we can ha- set up a signal system. So if
0: you, yeah, see- I think that's good advice. Um, can I ask you another question? Sure. I just, uh, just related. Uh, and that is, is that do you think that um, unresolved, you know, deep-seated anger could lead to severe, debilitating depression? And once, once that that anger is resolved, um, do you think that depression could be uh, also eradicated from one's life?
1: Well, you know, again, I would need some details, but in pattern, I would say absolutely that if you have unresolved uh, emotional issues that are just bottled up in you that you don't know how to resolve or you don't yes. know.
0: Um, forgiveness, and then how, how, how would you recommend going, going about? It, well, it, well, you,
1: forgiveness is a little different. You mean forgiving other believable.
0: people? Yes.
1: Yeah, let me deal with the depression question first. All right. And then a, a few moments on forgiveness because I know we have a limited time here. With the depression, if you've, if depression is oh, anger, the the thought behind anger or the thoughts behind anger are in the ballpark of it's not fair, it's mm. not just, it's your injustice detector. And sometimes our anger is off base because we expect the world to you know be served to us on a the silver spoon and we think it's not fair but really we need to work we need mm-hmm. to put in effort sometimes the anger is totally justified you were abused and you they it, they your your parents or other people in your life really tried to damage you as a kid to damage your mind your self-confidence your right. goal setting and you need to work through that and you don't
0: forget... When you say work through that, could you be a little bit more specific?
1: Yeah, you need to figure out who, what, when, where, why, and how. Mm-hmm. You need to figure out who did the harm to me so that you don't draw the conclusion that the whole world is like well, those you abusive know what I people. Think, Doctor,
0: I think that when, when a child is abused, I think the, the tremendous recurrent pain occurs not necessarily from what happened to them, even though what happened to the child is is a tragedy. Yes. But what they believed about what happened to them.
1: Yes, that is true too. If they conclude if they make it an identity issue that I am a bad person mm-hmm. there are, there are four ways it can damage them. They can conclude a premise about themselves and itself and I a, a global conclusion about themselves that I am worthless, I am unlovable, I am no good, mm-hmm. I am stupid you know, any of those type of ideas are a t- attacks on whom? Themselves, right? Right. So it can do damage to your self-esteem, that you don't feel worthy. It can do damage to your view of other people. This is the second category, that other people can never be trusted. Other mm-hmm. people will always hurt me, or other people, I'm totally dependent on them, and yet they can bite me any time. You know, it can do damage that way. It can do damage to your view of the world. What's Mm. the use? Why bother? You can't get anywhere in life because every time you try to get ahead, someone cuts you down. Mm. And abuse can do damage to your view of your future. Why bother? Mm. And that's where you get depressed. People who are depressed have basically said, the loss is so great. And I don't know how to fix it, and I give up. It's like just and, and how do
0: you overcome that, especially when it, it goes? I'm going to give you, yeah, go Intimacy ahead. things. You know, oh the, yeah,
1: it's going to hit intimacy greatly. Your honesty is going to work for you, and I know we have, we're wrapping up right now. Go to my website drkenner.com, dot com. D R K E N N E R. and look for the book Mind Over Mood. There are also books, the Anger, I don't think I have this on the website, but the Anger Control Workbook by Matthew McKay and Peter Rogers that you can okay. look up. There are other Anger books, too. You you want to um, be able to get the help. And cognitive therapy, you can go to the, uh, my website and look up the cognitive therapy address and find a cognitive therapist near you. Mm-hmm. Listen, I wish we had more time. Thank you so much for your call. Thank you. Bye-bye. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, and has anyone ever picked on you? I know we were just talking about abuse, but maybe you were teased by the class bully, or maybe even as an adult, someone is picking on you. Or maybe it's a family member. You did so much work planning a family vacation, and yet your kids or your wife says... You didn't do enough, or you got us a lousy room near the near a noisy ice machine. After the break, I will be talking with Dr. Andy Bernstein about what? About dealing with people who love to complain. What do you do if you have a complainer in your life or if you're that complainer? I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner on The Rational Basis of Happiness.
0: <laughs> Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, The Serious Romance Guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner.
1: Another virtue that makes you lovable is honesty. Honesty is the refusal to fake reality. It is essential in a romantic relationship. Without it, you cannot have trust, which means you cannot rely on the character of your partner. How many times have you heard unhappy partners say, I can't trust her or he broke my trust? People typically lie for temporary gain in the hope that by denying reality, they can temporarily recreate it based on their wishes. But it can't be done. And you can't escape knowing that fact, even if you can deceive your partner temporarily. You are making yourself unlovable. And privately, you will not admire yourself.
0: You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com. And you can buy the book at Amazon.com.